Blog Talk Radio. them 
and make them feel like they hated that you gave it to him. The word of God is supposed to convict, not condemn. Jesus said, I came not to condemn. You know, he, he didn't come to condemn. He came to bright. The, he said he, he came that, that he might convict, that he might cause us to see ourselves. When you condemn folks, you, you, you judge folks and condemn them, you push them away. But when you convict folks, then folks don't mind hearing you if you convict them, even though it might not be a good thing what you're saying. But because God is in it and because you said what the Lord said, it convicted them and it makes them want to come to God. This is what causes people to repent. This is what causes people to turn from their way. They are convicted by the power of the Holy Spirit. To accept the Holy Spirit convict them now. Don't get me wrong now. Everyone that is convicted don't always repent. Everyone that is convicted don't always, uh, you know, you know, uh, surrender. But this is the way that God works. He works through conviction by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that conviction is a signal, a sign to us that you know that we need to turn, that we need to get our act together, that we need to fix it. So we thank God this afternoon for his word. He gave us a word this afternoon, and I want to, with all that is going on in the world today, from one side of the globe, blow to the other, you know, some of us is at rest, some of us at quietness, uh, some of us at confidence, some of us at assurance, some of us, everything is going all right in our lives. But, and a lot of folks' life, they, they, they are not, they're unrest. They don't have any peace. They don't see no peace for a long way off. It looks like peace is not coming. I'm aware of that. I've been there when it looked like that peace was going to come. I raised four children. I got 22 grandbabies. And times was hard. God, God never failed me, but time was hard. And there were times I didn't even see my way. There were times I left home walking with no food on the table. Uh, the babies weren't there putting on their last pamper. One, 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 one just got out of my wife's lap, and another just got in her lap, and and and, and the pamphlet, one pamphlet, and, and one spoonful of food. I know what it is to leave home, knowing that if you don't get no food, if you don't bring something back, the children is gonna cry and they're gonna be hungry. But I can promise you that not one day did God ever fail me. Did not one day did God ever let me down. When I didn't even see no way, I left walking in faith. Knowing that God will make a way somehow, he always made a way. He always put somebody in my path. I didn't have to go out begging either. I didn't go out begging. Uh, the Bible said we have not because we ask not. I didn't go out begging. Times I had to ask. But God always came back home. I always came back home with an armful of groceries or at least enough to get through that day. You know, God, sometimes he does it from day to day, from week to week. Sometimes he just don't do it in abundance. Sometimes he don't give you a truckload. Sometimes he gives you just enough for you to get by that you can trust him for the next day. And that's good. It builds up our faith when we trust God from day to day. And that's what we're supposed to do anyway. We're supposed to trust him from day to day. For this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad not tomorrow, but today I'm going to rejoice. So I want to talk from a subject is God promised us peace. God promised us peace. Uh, God promised, with all that is going on in the world today, and Russia, and Ukraine, and Israel, and Iran, and China, and Japan, and Czechoslovakia, and many other countries over there, where where people are, are fleeing the city by the thousands and the hundreds of thousands, people fleeing from their home. Look how blessed you are tonight. And that's why we need to pray for the peace of Israel. We need to pray for, pray, uh, pray for the peace of Ukraine. We need to pray for the peace of Iran and China and Japan and Czechoslovakia and Russia. 
uh, and all the other countries over there has been affected by the war. We need to pay for people. We got peace, and we sit by all quiet with our remote in our hand like, hey, it ain't my problem. It is your problem because they are our brothers and sisters in the Lord. And they may not be our color or our race, but, but, but they have the same God that we have. And and, and and the Bible, he, he said we were brothers, joint brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. So because we are brothers and sisters in Christ, because they are God's chosen people, we should pray that God bring peace. Not, we don't have, not that we have respect for people, because God tells us not to have respect for people. And we try not to have respect for people because, because it's not God's will us to do so. But right is right and wrong is wrong. And whoever's wrong, God is not on their side. God is not on their side. It don't matter whether Russia, Ukraine, Israel, Iran, China, Japan, I named these two countries, Czechoslovakia, uh, it doesn't matter uh, who's in the wrong. wrong. When you're wrong, you're wrong. So God knows who's right, and God knows who's wrong. This one accuses that, and that one accuses another, but God sees. And he knows who's right and he knows who's wrong. He's a gracious and merciful God. He will not punish, he will not judge you if you're wrong. Uh, he's on the side of righteousness. And even even though we're wrong sometimes, he shows us his mercy. Even when we're wrong, he shows us his justice. So we just want to thank God. Our prayer this afternoon is that God would send peace. That God would send peace to these countries. That he would send peace over there to Ukraine. That he would send peace over to Israel, that he would send peace over to Russia, because they need peace. They don't need a four-man peace, the other two not be unrest, because they're going to call war. They're going to call trouble. We want peace to all of them. We want God to send peace to every one of them, that the war would stop, that the killing would stop. Thousands and thousands of people. This has been going on for a long, long time. Things have been overlooked, genocide in those countries. But people are killing people for no reason, like they're animals, like they're nothing. And God is not pleased. But somebody got to have the heart to know that God will will bring peace. And I come out and encourage you this evening. I know it doesn't look like it, but peace is on the way. God is not a lying God. Peace is on the way. God's word is true. Peace is on the way. If God said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. He's going to bring peace in a bad situation. When it looked like peace ain't coming, bombs falling everywhere, folk dying everywhere, troubles everywhere. Can't even lay down at night because you don't know where you're going to get up in the morning. Not only over there, but over here in this country, in the United States as well. There are many people over here that is in rest, that, 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 that is troubled in their spirit, don't have no peace. But I come out and tell you, the same God raised me. The same God raised my four children, raised my grandbaby. The same God that did not let me go near night without any food. He said he see the birds of the air. He clothed the lily of the valley. Will I not clothe ye, O ye, a little faith? I found out that step by step, day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour, God will provide. But you got to know that peace is coming. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Keep on playing. Keep on praying. I know you're praying and look like more bombs are falling. I know you're praying and look like more lives are lost. They're piling them up. They're piling them up on the ground like watermelons, like it don't mean nothing. And the enemy doesn't care. The gospel strips everywhere. Yeah, God sees. He knows. And he's going to fix it. He's a vision the mind, said the Lord. He's going to repay. Those who are that are doing wrong. 
those of that are terrorists, that are doing wrong, those of that, 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 that have taken matters in their own hands, they don't, they, they don't put a coup together. They got their little group. They got their little terrorist group. And, and they feel proud that they done did this. How have you to know they're not going to get away with it? You just be patient. Keep the faith. They're not going to get away. I know it looks like we're in God. He's in heaven. He's where he's always been. Oh, so many questions I know you could ask, and I have no answer to. I know there's so many questions people are asking this evening, but trust him. Trust him because he never failed. The songwriter said, God never failed. Trust the God you serve. He never failed. He's going to fix it. He's going to bring you out. I never thought that I was enjoying the peace that I'm enjoying now. I was so troubled in spirit. Why? Because I've been going through so much, and the need wasn't there, and the need wasn't met. And it looks like we got from worse to worse. I know what it means when it says when you've done all you can to stand. I've been there. When it says you've done all you can to stand, stand anyhow. You done done all you can take. I can't take no more. Then you got to take some more anyway. Many times you're looking for God to come send you a word, come tell you that I'm fit to bring you out tomorrow. And you're sitting and waiting for the prophet to give you a word of encouragement, tell you that God won't bring you out tomorrow. And the prophet tell you to wait. God said, wait. That ain't what you really be want to hear. You just want to be here to deliver the coming. You be want to hear that a break was going. But sometimes you're got to wait. Even though you're already waiting, you got to put on oil, put on that extra strength and wait again. Wait a little longer. Wait another day. Wait another We Wait. And God will meet you at the end of your way. He will put no more you able to bear, but with a temptation, he'll make a way to escape. And that's why he said, be strong in the Lord and the power and might. Put on the whole arm of God and you'll be able to stand against the wild of the devil. That wild stuff going on over the overseas in the country. This is not God doing. God is not doing it. Please do not blame God. This is not God doing it. This is Satan doing this. He 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 he, he has no compassion. He has no mercy. He has no grace. He 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 has no concern. He does not care. He's a God of hate. He's a God or he's a murderer. The Bible says he comes to steal. He come to kill and he come to destroy. And that's what he's doing over in them countries. He's stealing and killing and destroying. Because many of them neglected God. Many of them put God on a back burner. Many of them said, God, I don't want you. Many of them said on one occasion, Lord, give me a murderer and set Christ free. You know the story. How did they chose a murderer? And it said and and, and, and set a murderer free and and, and, and crucified our Savior. But God is gracious. God is merciful. God giving people an opportunity to repent. They say, God, I'm sorry. God, I was wrong. I was blinded in what I did, God. I I thought the teaching that's what taught me. I thought the leader that was leading me was telling me the truth, God. Uh, but I found out they were wrong. Just like Paul did on the way to Damascus. Paul thought he was right in what he was doing. Paul thought he was right when he was having the Christians uh, arrested and had them uh, sentenced and had them crucified. And so many terrible things were done to the Christians after Paul had them arrested. Paul thought he was right until he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. And God knocked him off his feet and opened up his eyes so he could see that all this time he was wrong. How many know sometimes we're just wrong, but we don't want nobody to tell us? A lot of this stuff going on in these other countries, all this fighting going on because it's wrong. Yes, it was wrong. It was wrong for it was wrong for Russia to invade Ukraine. It was wrong. Why is it wrong, Apostle? Because the Bible said, "Covet not that belong to your neighbor, that did not belong to Russia, that be 
belong to you, Christ. That's their land. That's theirs. You can't take something from somebody because you want it. You can't take something from somebody just because you want to have it for yourself. That's covetousness. And the Bible says covet's not that belongs to your neighbor. So God is not on the side of the coveter. If you're a coveter, God ain't on your side. No matter what nation it is, no matter who you call yourself, if you're taking something belonging to somebody else for no reason at all, God is not on your side. And when it's all over, you is going to lose. You is going to lose because God is on the side of righteousness. So make sure you're on the right side. Make sure you're doing the right thing. The Bible says we are strength one to another. We're supposed to be neighbor to one another. You don't go take something from your neighbor because you want it. You don't go take something from somebody because you don't want them to have it no more. You feel like it'd be better if it was in your hand because you want to rule, you want to control everything. You want to be the boss of all the land. You ain't satisfied with what you already got. You know what? It's bad for someone to take matter in their hand because they want something belong to somebody else and cause war. All these lies are lost just because one selfish person wants something that ain't theirs. In return, they, all these people are dying on both sides of the line. Do you not know they know no win in war? Do you not know when the war is over, they really nobody won because somebody's husband is lost, somebody's son is dead, somebody's uncle, somebody's aunt is dead, somebody's cousin, the niece, and nephew is dead, somebody's brother-in-law and sister-in-law is dead. There's no win in war. God hates war. He doesn't want war. God wants peace. But because countries are selfish, because they want to take something along to somebody else, not thinking about the, the outcome, not thinking about the loss, not thinking about the blood that's going to be shedded, just because they can have control of that area, or control of that region, which is not theirs. The Bible said, don't even move the stake on a man's land. You can't take a man's land that marks his land and tell where his land is. The Bible said, do not take not one inch away from him. If you take that stake and pull it up and move it over one inch, God's going God gonna to get you. God said he's going to judge you because he saw what you did. The man might didn't see that you took that inch away, but God saw it. God saw Russia before they ever went to you. God saw their heart. God saw what they were doing. God saw for the, for the reason they were doing it. And I encourage you, God is going to intervene. Then the demise, said the Lord. He's going to fight for Ukraine. Be encouraged. Oh, we're not taking no sides. I'm going to tell you God ain't on the side of wrong. And Russia is wrong for invading Ukraine. And Ukraine, God got your back. He's fighting for you. When it's all over, you're going to come out of winter. It may look like you're losing, but you're not going to lose because God is on your side. God is on your He got your back. The angels of the Lord is in camp right about them that love him. God got your back. His angels are in charge. The angels are on your side. They're going to help you do what is right because what you're doing is right. What you're doing is from the Lord. What you're doing is defending that that is yours. What you're doing is standing up for what is right. And who would not stand up for what is right? For the Bible says, how can you take a strong man house and first you take the strong man? So they're messing with you and when they're in the wrong, but stand your ground. Stay in peace. Be encouraged. Don't give up. Don't faint. Don't blame God. Don't think that God has forsaken you. He has not forsaken you. And I just wanted to share that. Know that it's going to be all right. You know, it's just not no incident that all these folks around you are lending a helping hand. They're not, not, they're not doing it because they're mad at the other country that attack you. They're doing it because it's the right thing to do. Huh? 
for the are we are our brother keeper, and they are doing that to show you that we love you, we're on your side, uh, and, and we're going to get through this thing together. So be at peace. Peace is on the way. God promised you peace, and peace is coming. God ain't no lying God. He's going to do just what he said. And I just want a few verses of scripture to encourage you. It's all right what I said, but God's word uh, uh, is better than my word. To my words, you'll fade away. But the Bible says God's word will not come out and go back void, but it'll accomplish what the city is not to do. It said, he said, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. John 14 and 27. God said peace is a gift. Yes, it is. It's one of the gifts of the Spirit. He said, I give you gifts. See, one thing to have worldly peace and no fleshly peace and carnal peace, that, that stuff passes away. But but spiritual peace, the, the peace that the Holy Ghost gives, uh, the old folk used to sing a song a long time ago. They said, this joy I have, the world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it away because it came spiritual. It didn't come from the grocery store. It didn't come from Walmart. It didn't come from Tallheimer. It didn't come from Lowe's. But it came from heaven. It comes from God. Peace comes from God. He said, this peace I leave with you, God said. Jesus said that. He told his disciples, this peace I leave with you, not as the world leave unto I leave it. He said, bet the heart be not troubled. See, this is what he's trying to say. This is God-led peace. But you got to receive it. Trouble all around you? Know that God got your back. It don't look like it's going to be all right. I come by to encourage you, it is going to be all right. God is not a lying God. If he said it, he's going to perform it. Peace is on the way. Just fix your heart and get ready for it. I know you're troubled now, but it's going to be okay. Peace is on the way. John 16 and 33, I have told you this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you would have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. And that's what I say this afternoon. I say it again to Ukraine. Be encouraged. Take heart. You will have many trials, many afflictions, sorrow, make great loss, because you don't lost a whole lot of loved ones and still lose a loved one. But don't lose confidence in your God. Uh, don't, don't, don't lose confidence in the God of your salvation. Know that God is on your side. Know that God has got right, right now while I'm talking, God is putting a defense together for you. God, the angels of the Lord is encamped around about you. You may not see them, but they are there. And they're going to be a turnaround, Ukraine. They're going to be a turnaround in this war. And it's going to work in your favor. They're going to be a turnaround. They're going to be a turnaround. Yes, it is. They're going to be a turnaround. Israel, they're going to be a turnaround. Israel, they're going to be a turn. Israel, they're going to be a turnaround. God's going to turn things around. Why? Because you belong to Him. God's going to turn it around. The songwriter said He's going to turn it around. He's going to work in your favor. It's going to work in your favor. So be encouraged. And know that God didn't bring you this far to lead you now. He, he, he's your heavenly Father. He's your God. He's a lifter up of your head. He's your strength when you're weak. Your joy in the time of your sorrow and your peace in the time of confusion. He's your doctor, and he's always going to be your doctor. Yes, he is. He's your encourager. 
So be encouraged. Keep your eyes on him. Oh, and he'll everything will be all right. The Philippians 4, 6 through 7 said, don't worry about anything. And said, pray about everything. Don't worry. Don't worry. Nature, the whole nation, United States, all way, wherever you may be, whether you be in Russia or Ukraine or Israel or Iran or China or Japan or Czechoslovakia or wherever you be, it doesn't matter whether you be in Texas or Wyoming. It does not matter what country you're in, what state you're in. Know this, that you don't have to let your heart be troubled. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your trust in him, and everything going to be all right. Don't worry about it. Instead, pray, he say. Don't worry about anything. Listen, he said, don't worry about anything, but pray for everything. Isn't that something? Now, if you don't worry about anything and pray for everything, you're going to be encouraged. You're going to be lifted up. You're going to have peace of heart. Why? Because when you pray, God going to give you peace. You want peace, you don't have no peace, start praying. Start praying, and confusion got to go. See, confusion can't say what prayer is. Confusion cannot say what peace is, and the peace is going to come when you pray. And when you pray, God will give you peace, and guess what? Confusion, worration, trouble, anxiety, depression, heaviness. they are going to have to take flight and leave because you can't stay in the same room with the Holy Ghost. They can't stay in the same room with the presence of the Lord. They can't stay in the same room with the, with, with, with the power of God. You hear what I'm saying? So don't, don't, so, so don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, worry going to come, but don't worry because you got a God on your side who has the ability to deliver, who has the ability to bring you out on the gaining side to give you the victory. I know it looked like Ukraine. I know it looked like you've been going through this a long time, and it don't look like there's no daylight. Well, I'm going to encourage you, as Elijah told the man, when they were in the city of Samaria, and they were seized in by the enemy, and they had been seen this for so long to the, to the, to, to the mother with eating one another children. One eating one child, the other said we would eat yours in the morning. It had got so bad until they were eating the horses. They weren't hardly nothing left in the city. But Elijah spoke and told them that this time in the morning deliverance coming. When you won't be able to eat a bread, a little barley, a bread for a little bit of nothing. One man didn't believe it, but the other did. And one man said, if God put winners in heaven, this can't, how can it be? I know it looked rough, and it might look like if God put winners in heaven, it still can't happen. But I encourage you, Ukraine, victory is on the way. Victory or peace is on the way. God's fit to do something, and he's going to do it in a hurry. There's going to be such an explosion in the spiritual realm. They're going to shake the nation around about you. They're going to call them, get ready, Ukraine. Your enemy fit to run back home. They fit to go back and tuck their tail and go back where they came, just like God did the, the king of Caracas who came against uh, Jehoshaphat. And God stirred up a, a, a rumor in his city, a rumor in his country, and he took tail and ran back home and there lost his life when he got there. I want you to know that your God is still mighty. Your God is still omnipotent. Your God is still glorified. And I encourage you that what you cannot do, I know you all the strategy. Look like the enemy is still trying to win. But I come by and tell you a greater strategy for a God who's on your side. He's strategizing right now, and he's working in your favor. And it's going to be all right when God gets through. And I encourage you to grab hold some peace and be encouraged, President. Be encouraged, President. Oh, lift up your head and hang down and straighten out your feeble knee. Keep your eyes on the God of your salvation and know that he is going to work in your favor. He's going to send you help. He's going to send you deliverance. 
United States could even give you help is on the way. For the angels of the Lord got their swords brought back. Maybe to fight the battle. Crazy stuff that happened in the other country. Crazy stuff that happened on the other side. Crazy stuff that happened on your enemy. Oh, my, they're going to stumble over their own feet. They're going to fall in their own hole. They're going to hang their own self. They're going to have to tuck tail and fly. They're going to run out of strategy. They're going to run out of, of, of what ideas and what to do and how to go back home. God got your back. Hang on in there. Keep the faith. Stay in peace. And see what your God do. Then you will experience, listen, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. God will do stuff to blow your mind. You'll be like, what? He'll do it so quick, you won't even know he did it. Look how he delivered Peter, brought Peter out of prison. He delivered people so quick. I remember that Peter was locked up in prison in the third, fourth ward. He was, he was handcuffed and shackled. And the chances of Peter being free was impossible. I mean, it was impossible. Peter was locked down not to get unlocked no more. He was locked in the innermost part of the prison. But the angels of the Lord woke him up that night and said, Get up, Peter. Get up. Get up, Peter. And the Bible said when Peter got up, the shackles fell off of Peter's arm and fell off of Peter's leg. The angel didn't take no key and unlock nothing. The power of God unlocked those shackles off of Peter's leg and off of Peter's arm. And then, and the shackles fell on the ground. And not only did God do that, but God put a deep sleep. Something that the soldiers ain't never did before. Them soldiers were not supposed to go to sleep because, see, if you lose a prisoner, and those days if you lose your prisoner, you lost your life. So those prisoners, even though they knew they were handcuffed, even though they know they were shackled, ain't no way those soldiers would have went to sleep. They would have still stay woke because of the security guard. And the warden had came in there and saw them sleep. That too could have caused them their life. But the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, Put them to sleep, every one of them. Then he turned around and took the shackles off of Peter without using the key. And Peter began to walk, and the door came open. The door came open without Peter even touching. Peter had no key in his hand. These doors were locked with locked with boats, and with thumb boats. And when Peter walked up to him, it popped open. When he went to the second, it popped open. When he went to the third, when it popped open. By the power of God, as the angel walked, the door popped open. Because the angel was in front of Peter. Then when he got out to the big gate, I mean, this gate needs help. You don't get out this gate without having the security, without having the ability of somebody helping you, because this was the iron gate. And when Peter got to the iron gate, the Bible said the gate opened up on its own accord. Peter didn't touch it. The angel walked before Peter, and when the angel got to the gate, the gate came open. Then the angel disappeared. Then Peter thought he was having a vision. He thought he was in a dream, but he realized that God had sent an angel to bring him out of prison. So I come out and encourage you. God's going to send his angel. If you're going through now, whatever the case may be, whatever is stealing your peace, whatever is stealing your joy, whatever got you saying, I don't care if it's a bad husband, I don't care if it's a bad wife, I don't care if it's bad children, I don't care if it's a bad supervisor, I don't care if it's a bad neighbor, I don't care if it's a bad enemy, I don't care if it's a bad sickness, I come out to tell you that peace is on the way. And just like God delivered Peter, and Peter was in a maze, it happened so quick that he was astonished. Then when 
Peter got to the house where Rhoda was, and the rest of the women were praying for the Bible said, before all this happened, that the women got together and prayed. So you can't leave prayer out. You want your deliverance? You want your breakthrough? You want God to bring you out of the gaining side? You want God to give you the victory? Then you got to pray. You just can't make something just happen. You sit down there eating potato chips and cookies and nabs and, and corn cheese all the time and a big old steak. You got to turn your plate down. You got to do like Esther did. Is that okay? The peace will come. Esther was, uh, she was in dire strait, and the peace was gone because what had happened uh, with, with Madakia, how all this was going on with Esther, and how Malachi, how he had called the king to turn against the, the Jews. He, he went and told them that they was his enemy, and they had the king to, the sign of the Greek, that all the Jews be killed. All the Jews, all the Jews, and every nation in that valley, that they were the enemy to the king. King didn't know that, and neither did he know that Esther was a, was, was a Jew. He didn't know that either. But Malachi, uh, Mordecai stirred up of such a confusion until a degree was born, and now the degree have gone out. So Esther had to go before the king. She got to go into the inner chamber. She got to go and do something that she ain't never did before. No, no woman ain't never did. What else they had to do, it took fasting and praying. Because the peace is gone. Confusion is in the land. Everybody's in unrest. Everybody afraid. Because the enemy, because Mordecai, uh, have called such a, because Malachi have called such a confusion until now all the, all the children of Israel fit to be killed because of the grief. But Esther told the people, she told, she told Mordecai, go tell them to pray. And she said, I'm going to go before the king. She won't go at first, but he told her, deliverance is coming. And that's why I come out and tell y'all, deliverance is coming. It may not come from the one you think it's going to come from, but if God's going to bring you deliverance, can't nobody stop that deliverance. It's going to come from the north, south, east, or west. It may not come from Joey or come from Jim. God's going to bring your deliverance one way or the other. So you be encouraged. You be at peace. Know that deliverance is coming. And so he said, if you don't, God's going to bring deliverance, and you're going to be caught up in the mess. So she said, tell him to fast and pray, and I'm going before the king. And you know the story. Everybody turned their plate down, and Elsa went before the king. She said, if I purge, let me purge. Because what she was going to do was a life-threatening thing. If, if the king didn't stick his sepulchre out to her when she walked into his inner chamber, because the king was in the inner chamber, he'd go in there, and sometimes he'd go there, and he'd stay 30 days, and no woman, no maid, no nobody is supposed to come into that chamber without his permission. And he also was to break a law of the murder and the pieces. She was to do something that ain't never done, done before. Ain't no woman never did that. So certain that her, certain that her life was threatened. She was different the death. And you got to remember, that that earlier on, Vastai rebelled it. So this ain't looking good. Vastai wouldn't come and see what the king wanted. So she already got that floating through the air. That doesn't look good for Elsa. And Vastai already done, done sent a bad report out of the women trying to be rebellious. Now, who would think that, that Elsa's trying to be rebellious now? She to come before the king and she ain't been called. This don't look good, y'all. But Elsa told the people to pray and say, when you fast, when you turn your plate out, it does something to God. Listen, it doesn't make God no stronger than what he is. When you fast, you do not make God no stronger than he is. Yeah, I fast and God got strong. Yeah, I fast and God got more power. Baby, if you had not even fast, God still was just as powerful as he would ever be. Is that all right? 
But it what they fast, it just got God's attention. Oh, they just made God more aware of how much they love him, how much they trust him, how much they believe in him. They also turned her plate down. And God looked it down and said, look at this woman, turning her plate down, won't even eat nothing. Because she believed that I, I can make a difference. And when everybody did that, honey, God went before her and touched the heart of the king. When she went in that Emma chamber and she knelt down, this is what the king said. He could have said, woman, what you doing in here? You, you, you just like that time, God rebelled. Have a chill, take her out. But he pointed his sepulchre at her and his structure at her, and he said to her, Esther, Esther me. Half of my kingdom I give to you. Now, you know that was an awful prayer. My God, I feel you anointing on that. You know that was an awful fasting for the king to tell her, not only did he tell her she's going to die, not only did he did not run her out, but he told her, Esther me what you will. And have my kingdom I give to you. You see what God will do when you fast, when you pray. So I encourage you, Ukraine. I pray. I, I encourage you, Israel. I pray. You, I encourage you, all you nations, that that God be your God. Blessed is the Bible says, blessed is the nation who God is their Lord. If God be your Lord, I encourage you to pray. I encourage you to pray and fast and turn your plate down. And God's gonna bring a change. God's gonna show His glory. Oh, yes, he is, because he's that kind of God. He won't fail you. He won't let you down. So believe that. Stand on that. Let that be your confidence that you have in the God you serve. Know that he will do everything but fail. Isaiah 96, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulder, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prayer for Peace. That's who's on your side. That's what, who's on your side, Ukraine, that Wonderful Counselor. He's a Mighty God. He's the Everlasting Father. He's your Prince of Peace. Peace is coming. You hear what I'm saying? He's going to bring the peace when he comes. Peace is coming. You've been at war. You've been at war for a while now. It look like their peace ain't nowhere in sight. But I declare unto you by the power of God and the presence of the Lord that I feel right now, in the name of you that's speaking through my lips, peace is coming. Something's about to happen that had never happened before. Something about to happen that's even unexplainable. But peace is coming. Peace is coming. Peace is Hang on in there a little while longer. Lift up your head and hang down. I know that peace is coming. God is about to work it out for you. God is about to fix it. He's about to set things in order. He's about to knock the legs up on the table. What is he about to do, Apostle? Let me tell you what he oh, what he laid in my spirit. Oh, talk about shame. Let me tell you what he put in my spirit, what he about to He said, even as he did deliver Israel out of the hands of the enemy when they were going through the Red Sea and Pharaoh were behind them. And Pharaoh had the audacity to come in behind them in the Red Sea. He thought he was going to catch up with them. And they had made it to the other side. And he thought God he thought God was going to leave the water on because God didn't do nothing. See, because God didn't do nothing when he went into the water. He thought God wasn't going to do nothing. And had the audacity to go in there behind the children of Israel, and God drowned them in the Red Sea. God said, tell you that the enemy think that because he ain't did nothing, that he ain't going to do nothing, and they're going to keep on doing what they're doing. But he said, he 
even a shata, even if you drown a Pharaoh in the Red Sea, or he fit to drown your enemy, oh, by his mighty power, he fit to work this thing out, he fit to intervene, he fit to show them that he's God, and besides him, he is none other. I feel his presence, I feel his power. And he fit to show himself mighty oh, in your behalf. So don't quit, don't faint, don't give up, don't throw in the towel. Everything will be all right. Isaiah 26 and 3, you will keep him in perfect peace. All who trust in you, all who thoughts are fixed on you, on you. Keep your mind on the Lord. Stay on him no matter what. Keep your mind on God. Keep your mind on God. Oh, they focus. Keep, I know that what the enemy does, his job is to take our mind off of God. But I come by to encourage you. Keep your mind on God. Uh, keep your mind, whoever you'll be, whether you'll be in not in any country, maybe you'll be in the United States, whether you'll be in New York, whether you'll be in Baltimore, whether you'll be in Washington, D.C., whether you'll be in Tennessee. It doesn't matter where you be. Keep your mind on God. Whether you be a troubled wife or a troubled husband or a troubled home, keep your mind on God. And he will keep you in perfect peace. That's why we lose our peace. That's why we get, get into anxiety. That's why we get into depression. Mm-hmm. That's why we get into loony doom. Oh, we a moping valley. Because we take our eyes off of God. He's the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. Do not take your eyes off of him. Keep your eyes focused on him. He is your heavenly father. He is your way maker. He is your problem solver. He is your mind regulator. He will fix it. He will bring you out. He will bring you out of winter. You are going to come out of this. You are going to come out of this. It may not look like it, and I don't even want to talk about what it looked like. You are coming out of this. You're going to look back one day and laugh how you got over your God is not a failing God. He's going to do what he said. Acts 10 and 36, this is a message of good news for the people of Israel. Oh, now this must be prophetic, y'all. Because look, look what God got in the message down here. Oh, my God. He said this is the message of good news for, Israel, for the people of Israel, that they're in peace with God through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. Oh, my God. Peace in God, Israel. Your peace is in God through Christ Jesus. Pray. The whole nation, pray. Get Christ in his place in your life. Why is war going on? Why is fighting going on? Why all this killing going on? All this loss of life going on? Your peace is in Christ Jesus. Thank God for all the nations that come to help you. Thank God for all the allies that is on your side. But know that your peace is in Christ Jesus. He said, this is the message of God for the people of Israel, that they're in peace with God through Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. He's your Lord. He's Lord of all. You belong to him. You're his chosen people. Yes, you are. You're his precious you. And he ain't fit to forsake you. He told the whole world that. These are my chosen people. I am not going to forsake you. Look how you were scattered, Israel. Look how you were. Every time I think about how God did it, it amazed me. It amazed me of his wonders. 
How the stars in the heaven can it be numbered because there's so many? He said, every star been named. Every sand on the seashore, he knows. Every sparrow falls to the ground, he knows about it. He's so awesome. And when I think about how that Israel was scattered all over the world, all in other countries, all in nations, the law does not only have with Israel scattered, but have lost the, 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 the deed to trust to the land. It was in the hands of others. You know, when a deed is in somebody else's hands, it's theirs. You don't get no deed back and let them sign it back over. But God promised to bring Israel back and make them a nation. And look what God did. Look how God took and brought them back and made the enemy give the land back up, made the enemy sign the deed back over to them. How God made you a great nation. He's that same God today. He had lost his duty. Hush, He had lost his power. Look how he brought you from the, he said, from the, from the innermost parts of the earth. From the north, south, east, and west, you were scattered out like sand in the wind. And God went and brought you back and made you a nation not many years ago. He did it in a hurry. What took hundreds of years that could not be done, God only did it in a little while. And he made you a nation, and you signed a degree, and you are a nation now. God is on your side. Oh, I feel such a strong anointing for Israel. Israel, I can encourage you. I encourage you that God has not forsaken you. God has not forsaken you. He's on your side. God has not forsaken you. Be encouraged, Ukraine. Be encouraged, Ukraine. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. I just come out and encourage you. I don't have nothing else to give you but the word of God. Be encouraged. Know that everything is going to be all right. Know the God of Abraham. The God of Isaac, the God of Shadrach, Meshach, the God of Israel, that was with God, that was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He's that same God. He ain't forsake you. You you had chosen. You don't forsake somebody that is chosen. You belong to him. You had jewel. You had gem. You had diadem. You had royalty. And he loves you. And he tells me about his things to tell you. And in Christ Jesus, you have a hiding place. In Christ Jesus, you have a hiding place, Israel. Find your place back in your Lord. Be back on your knees and pray. Tell God to forgive you whether you fell short, whether you came short. Tell him to forgive you. Tell him to forgive you and put Christ back in your heart. Put Christ back in the children. Put Christ back in the wife. Put Christ back in the husband. Put Christ back in the men. Get Christ back in your life. Why are you there in quiet time? Why are you sitting in your bunk in your bunker? Why are you second sitting in the dugout? Why are you sitting in the quiet place, not knowing what the next moment gonna be? Call out his name. His name is Jesus. Mary baby. The lily of the valley. The bright and morning star. He said, Cry unto him. He will not be made ashamed. David said, Blessed is the man that cries to the Lord. He shall not be made ashamed. Cry unto him. Cry unto him. Tell him of what you're going through. Tell him about your earth. Tell him about the war. Tell him about what about Russia was. Tell him what Russia is doing. He already know, but tell him to fix it. And he will. He'll fix it if you tell him. Romans 5 and 1, this is getting good to me. Therefore, since we have been made right in God, sight by faith, we have peace with God. Because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, had done for us. 
You're in right standing. We are in right standing. Everyone is listed. Have you been born again? If you made Jesus, Lord, and Savior, you're right. Like you're in right standing, and you have the peace of God. There's no reason that you should not have God's peace because you're in right standing. You and right, check yourself. If you don't feel like you have the peace of God, then you might need to check yourself and ask, what are you doing? Because if you're doing the right thing, God's going to give you peace. God's going to give you peace. He's going to give you peace. Like somebody encouraged, he told me to tell you that he promised peace, and peace is on the way. He promised peace to all of us on the sound of my voice that is listening. Now, whoever they might be, I encourage you this evening. Yes. God's going to bring peace. I know you've been sick for a long time, but God's going to bring peace. I know your marriage been troubled for a long time, but God's going to bring peace. I know that you've been going through that job with that supervisor a long time, but God's going to bring peace. I know your children have been acting crazy a long time, your sons and your daughters. Some of you uh, hadn't heard from your child. You hadn't heard from your child in a long time. Uh, you hadn't heard from your daughter. Because they left for the wrong reason. They left because you're telling the truth. They left because they didn't want to abide by your rules. They left because you had to discipline them. And they thought your discipline was too powerful, too strong. But I encourage you, you want to hear from them because they're your child and your heart is heavy. But somebody right now, some husband, some wife, some family, I encourage you right now that that child is going to call. I decree it so. I take authority right now over that child. Over that daughter, over that son, I command you now in the name of Jesus, call your mama, call your daddy. I command you, daughter, call your mama, call your daddy, call your loved one. Quit making their heart heavy. Quit making their heart bleed. Quit doing it wrong. You're wrong. you left for the wrong reason. you left under your own understanding because they wouldn't let you have your way. Because they had to discipline you. Because they had to scold you. But you need to apologize. You need years that went by. And their hearts are heavy. And you act like it don't mean nothing to you. But may God convict you. May God trouble you. May God get your attention. May God wake you up like the prodigal son. So you will go home and tell them you're sorry. Because you're wrong. They raise you. They give a doubt for you. They sacrifice for you to make you the person you are today. And you're talking about you did this on you ain't did nothing but made a mistake by leaving home. Go home. Go home. Go home so they can be peace with you and your mom and your dad. In the name of Jesus. Please excuse me. I got excited about that with the Holy Spirit telling somebody to go home like the prodigal son. You need to go and apologize. You need to fix this thing. You need to make peace with your mom, peace with your dad. Huh? Because family is the most greatest thing that we could ever have. Don't you go out there and make family. you up there with peace with somebody or a stranger. Peace with somebody you don't even know, mom and dad. You act like they are not even alive. They're talking about they ain't my mom. They, if they is your mom, they is your dad. And just how could they correct you, just how they chastised you, just because they discipline you, you got an attitude. But lose that attitude. Get in your car. I don't care. Get in your car. If you can't drive because it's so far away, get on the telephone now. Pick that phone up when this message is over with. Pick that phone up and call them and say, Mom, I'm sorry for acting so stubborn, for acting so rebellious, for acting with lack of understanding. I'm, 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 tired. I'm sorry for getting in the flesh. We're getting in there, Addy. You know how it is when we get in the Addy. Addy get into all of us. Honey, Addy don't care who you are. But Addy get into you, you listen to her, she will make a mess every time. She'll mess up your reputation. She'll make up your character. She'll mess up your attitude. She'll make you rebellious. She'll make you disobedient and won't listen to nobody. No matter what nobody tells you, you ain't want to hear it because Addy is in control. 
But I come out and tell you, lewd Addie, get rid of her, get on that phone, call your mom, call your dad, be encouraged, mom, be encouraged, dad. My number is 910-658-5206, 910-658-5206, Apostle Alexander Lock of the Burning Bush Church. Call me, mom, call me, dad. Oh, with all that joy that's coming your way when, when that daughter come home, when that son come home, when they call you and tell you, that they came home, you call me. That that would be encouraging to her. Oh, how that they, they ain't called in years. They ain't called in weeks and months. Now all of a sudden they call because the power of God made them call. Not Apostle Lockby, but the power of God made them call. You call me, tell me. That's encouraging to her. That they, 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 they call, that they coming home, that they're sorry, that uh, they act the way they act. Because we all do that when we're young. You know how it is when we're young. When my mama used to say, young and dumb. You know how it is, lack of understanding. We know so much that don't know nothing. Everybody else telling us something but our parents. We listen to everybody else but our parents. But what we don't, but what we don't realize is, is that they're wrong and, and our parents are right. Your parents are right all the time, most of the time, and you need to listen to them. So some daughter, some son, some niece, some never, I don't care who you be, maybe grandma raised you. Maybe you were the doctor, family raised you. Maybe your guardian was somebody else. But you don't left them and act like you did, like they ain't did nothing, go home, fix it, show them that you love them, ask them to forgive you. My last verse is Isaiah 41 and 10, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, help you. I will hold you up with my with my victorious right hand. Uh, Isaiah forty one and ten. Ain't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Look what he said again. Look what he said again. He said, "Don't be afraid." First of all, you know how fear come. The Bible said, "Be not afraid when sudden fear comes." And then you got a right to be afraid and and, and with trouble all around and bombs falling all around and blowing up uh, uh, hospitals and, and blowing up churches and blowing up uh, personal things. And and I do hope and pray that uh, that 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 this wasn't done by someone that no better. You know, I, I prayed it wasn't. But whatever the case be, God knows who did it. God knows who did it. Whether we point fingers or not, God knows it. And may God have mercy on whoever did it, whether it was an accident or whether it was done on purpose. May God have mercy on this situation. And he said, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be afraid. Be encouraged, Israel. Be encouraged, uh, Ukraine. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. And, and, and for your God is with you. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to help you. He's he going to give you the strength you need to hang on in there till he bring that peace, till he bring you out, because he's so fit to do something. Oh, he's so getting into, into the situation. He's going to show himself mighty. See, when God get ready to move, baby, everybody's going to know he moved. See, what's so good about God don't hide what he do. When he got rid of his living children, he really did it with a mighty hand. He showed, he made Pharaoh, he made Pharaoh look ashamed. He went in there with his mighty hand and tore the place all to pieces, blooded the water and, and, and defiled the land and, and sent the death angel through the seal to seal when he got through. So I encourage you, God's going to do what he said. He's not no failing God. He promised to do something. It may look like he tarried. He said, do I tarry? Wait for me. Though, though he tarry Israel, Ukraine, though he tarry and look like that, do you know, like you're losing, you be encouraged and hang on in there. No, don't give up. Don't throw the towel. Don't quit. Though he tarry, he going to come. He going to knock you down, and he going to run you over. He said, I hold you up with my victorious. God got victory in both his hands. But he said, I hold you up with my victorious right hand. Isn't that something to know? 
that God going to hold you up with his victorious right hand. So I come by this evening in my closing to tell you that peace is on the way. Why do you say apostle? Because God promises. God ain't no lying God. He said that every man and let God be the truth. So embrace yourself. Get ready. Because peace is coming. Peace is coming. Uh, one songwriter said, I can see the sun peeping through the clouds because the storm is almost gone. Be encouraged. Know that God is not a failing God. Know that he's going to do just what he says. How he's going to do it, I don't know. When he's going to do it, I don't know. All I know, he said he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. You know what Paul, What Moses said? Moses told the, uh, the people that whenever they try to take over, and he told them, said, except God do something strange, something like he ain't never do before. He said, let me not be Moses. Except God do a new thing. Except God do something miraculous. Except God do something that ain't, ain't that, 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 that we know that it was, in, it was only God could do. And they were standing there, not knowing what Moses was saying, and the ground opened up and swallowed all those men up with the wives, with the children, with their everything. God did something that morning he ain't never done before. He did something that, that was unexplainable, something that they could remember for a long time. And God said, uh, Ukraine, God said, Israel, God said that's what he fit to do. He fit to do something that's going to be uh, 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 looked on for a long time. He's going to be like, you go close your mouth. You know, you do something so often the people got their lips drop. God said they can close your mouth. It's going to be a while before they close your mouth when they see what he's going to do. He's not going to do it behind their back. He's not going to do it in the dark. They didn't do it in the dark. He ain't going to do it in the dark. He's going to show himself mighty. Get ready, get ready for your deliverance. Get ready, get ready for your breakthrough. Get ready for the God of your side to show himself mighty. Oh, a wonder to behold. People going to be talking about it a long time when God gets through doing what he's doing because he's like that. He likes to leave a mark when he does something, a glorifying mark. Not that he needs to be glorified because he's God anyway. He glorified anyway. But he's going to glorify himself upon his people if you be encouraged. You keep on praying. You don't quit. Don't you give up. Don't throw in the towel. God, I thank you for the message this afternoon that you've given me to give to the listening ear of God, to Ukraine, or to Israel, or whoever might have been looking, Iran. It doesn't matter who it was that was listening, Czechoslovakia. It doesn't matter who it was, God. But I, I've done what you have told me to do in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, that you would uh, help them to be strong while the peace is coming, because peace is coming. It's going to be all right. You're going to give them the victory. You're going to bring this word to naught because you're God. And I thank you for doing so. For you told me in your word, whatever, I have the power to your thing, and I take authority over this war between between Russia and Ukraine, and I command it to come to some halt. I command it to stop. I, I've been commanded to end. I've been command God in the name of Jesus, or that you would be in there, just like you took the wheels off the chariot uh, of Pharaoh, and and they couldn't get away because the chariot wheel ran off. Take the take the spokes off the tank. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, loosen the boat. Let let the let the let the let the, 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 the 
lights on the tank fall off, whatever you got to do to lock them down. Don't let the thing, the gun shoot, let the jam, let it jam up. Whatever you got to do, God, to protect them from the enemy, let the bullet fall in, a, in another place and not on the people. Let it explode in the air. Whatever you got to do, God, do some crazy stuff. Let it explode even before they even, even shoot it out of the air. You do it in the name of Jesus. But we'll show yourself mighty. Send your angels out now in behalf of Israel, in behalf of Ukraine, and anybody else that is right, God. Send your angels out now and fight for them, Lord. Give them the victory, God. Give them the victory. Work it out in your favor. And all the honor, all the glory shall be thine. Let it be a testimony to come behind all this, God, because you are that kind of God, a God of a testimony. And we praise you and lift you up. In Jesus' name we pray and we say thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Apostle. You're welcome. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.